Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. And with us right now, we've got Ian Peterman. Ian, you are the founder and CEO of Peterman Design Firm. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me, Josh. Appreciate it. So what made you decide to put your name on the side of the building? Why Peterman <laughs> Design Firm? <laughs> um, well, it, it actually worked out. The acronym for the for the company name is PDF, and we do oh. a lot of work with uh, Adobe pro- products. So um, that was kind of a little bit of a tongue-in-cheek there. Yeah. Uh, and other, other pieces, my name is unique yeah. uh, in the design space, so it was easy to, <laughs> easy to have the name yeah. uh, put up there. Well, Ayn Rand would be pleased as well. She's a big fan of putting your name on your stuff. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, how did you get into this? What we're going to talk about is kind of uh, how someone uh, can launch their product or business um, if they have a concept for something. Uh, this is kind of what you do. Can you kind of explain uh, exactly like who you work with and and what are some of the uh, you know I'm on your website right now, so I see some beautiful things that you've helped get put together. Uh, Thank you. Yeah. So we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that. Can, can you just kind of give me a kind of a quick overview of, of what Peterman does? Yeah. So what we are is a full service concept to cash flow, uh, And we work with clients to design, develop, engineer, find a, build a supply chain and actually then launch a product with the right branding. We have, you know, connections with marketing and then making sure that, you know, after you invest all that money in <laughs> designing and developing a product, you actually launch it successfully and, and have a return on that investment. Yeah. So say, for example, like looking at um, some some things that uh, in your portfolio, which is kind of fun to see all the things that you've helped uh, design. Um, so I'm looking like I'm seeing here like a canister, uh, a stackable uh, mobile canister system, um, a, a, a scrubbing brush, um, a, a sailboat, a kayak, a kayak sailing system. Um, yep, that was a fun one. What's that? That was a fun one, the kayak sailing Project. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, so where does, where do you come in? So are, are people just kind of showing up and they're like, okay, I have this idea in my head. Is that where they <laughs> usually come in or are they a little bit more advanced than that? Uh, it ranges. So I definitely work with people that are just, you know, at that, I have an idea and I'll do basically a idea review session with them of just, okay, you have an idea. Let's, let's go over it. Let's see how how possible this is, you know, what's the market look like, you know, what, what is it going to cost uh, to actually develop? So I, I work with like early, early stage, more of the inventor types that are just constantly coming up with new ideas and help them figure out, should we go after it? Should we develop it? Is it worth the time? And, you know, strategies based on should, should patenting happen, things like that. Yeah, um, kind of give them some direction on because there's so many different routes to go <laughs> in in developing a product. Um, so definitely do that space, and then 
also work with companies that are more uh, solution centered. So they're, they're look more for, hey, we have, we either have a gap in our product line and we need something that goes here and they're not sure what. And so we actually do actually do more market research and design research to figure out what is a good product, what's the market, what's something that's going to fit into that market. Uh-huh. Um, and then the, the third kind of direction that people have is they just have, they have a problem. So you know, they just come to me and they say, hey, there's this, this problem. I can't do X. There's no tool. There's no product that does what I need to have happen. Right. I have no idea what the product is going to be. I, I, but I just need something that's going to do and accomplish why, you know, and what, what is that? And so then we develop a product that actually just does whatever that is that they're looking for. So it sounds like to me, Ian, that, that you have a core set of a certain set of skills um, and then you also <laughs> know a lot of people. And, and yes. so you can provide some guidance through, hey, we have a partner uh, who does IP law and they can kind of help make sure that you can get um, your, your patent and trademark taken care of, things like that? Yeah, so we have a, we have a core you know, set of skills, so to speak, that we do basically all the design work, all the design, engineering, that kind of portion of it. Mm-hmm. And then is through the last 15 years of doing product development, I, I know or can source manufacturers. We have mm-hmm. some pattern attorneys. We have marketing that we work with, PR that we work with, you know, so the whole breadth of all the ancillary things that, you know, you're going, oh, I'm going to design a new product. That's the core piece. But then you have mm-hmm. all these other components and we work, we either work with people that we've worked with before. So we have our own basic list of approved people we know do good work. Um, and for the ones that we run into that need something really specialized um, or just unique that we haven't touched before, we go and source and find find the right person to do that job. Yeah, how is this a, um, a ex, you know, in your experience of working with clients, um, how does this solve uh, a, a, ma- a major problem for uh, founders? So in, in my experience with founders, you know, they have, they have a good idea and they might have a little bit of experience, but a lot of people that come up with new ideas for products are not product developers. They haven't worked in the space. And so really the, the problem that we're solving is that when you have an idea and you don't know how to do it, it's going to be either really expensive or really painful or you're going to fail yeah. <laughs> in the end. And so what we do is I bring my experiences and our vendors and all of my team and say, okay, well, we actually have done this before. We know how to do this. And so we walk the client through and say, hey, this is, well, this is your idea. You know, we're not here to take your idea. This is yours and we're just going to help you take that all the way through to where you have a successful product at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's basically that gap in experience and knowledge and, and tools. You know, we have multi-thousand dollar software <laughs> that we that we run and we have, yeah. you know, 3D printing that we have access to and, you know, the, all the tooling and things like that is prohibitively expensive if you were to just buy everything or try to do it all yourself. And so that's that's what we bring is a complete package of, tools, experience, and knowledge to launch a product. So, so how did you as the founder uh, come up with this 
this kind of, uh, you know, design services, but then just kind of this hub to everything that you need for launch? I, it really came about from my experience uh, starting out. So when I started out as a designer, uh, I ended up being put in charge of basically the supply chain. And mm-hmm. uh, that kind of that expanded. I was partner at a design firm before, and we brought in branding and marketing and things like that. And so I've just over time, I've I've experienced the entire process from concept to cash flow of products and all the vendors it takes, how you know each discipline required to do it. And so, and in doing contract work and working with startups is realizing that they mostly just don't know all the pieces even required mm. to really launch a product successfully. Right. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's not that there's like a smoke and mirrors and magic behind. It's just, there's a, a huge wealth of knowledge you have to have in order to successfully do something like that. And so with talking to those clients and finding out their needs, it's a lot of, startup inventor you know early stage they really need a bunch of different components brought together and there's value and a lot of value for especially people in the startup space that maybe don't have project managers on staff and they don't have you know this management team ready to manage 15 different vendors to be able to do something bring something together um that's where i bring value is that i can i can basically be their project management on top of actually designing because I can be a single point of contact for everyone that's needed. And I would imagine Ian that, that you absolutely can save someone a lot of time. Uh, ultimately, do you, do you feel like you can also save them money? The way we save money is by avoiding easily easy mistakes that we've already, <laughs> we've already had and, and figured out it's um, vetting manufacturers properly. Uh, there's a lot of, you know, many, we've been dealing with manufacturers and the Kickstarter world has really, yeah. really shown this. It's really easy to go talk to a manufacturer and say, hey, can you do this? And they say yes, but, hmm. you know, did they actually vet them? Can they actually do it? Can they deliver on time? And those, those will all add up pretty heavily to if you can't deliver your product to your customers when you say you're going to there you're going to have customer service issues if it's not a good product you're going to have how many returns are you going to be dealing with are you going to be replacing everything um you know not that most products are a level of automobiles but when you look at like when toyota makes a mistake or some car maker makes a mistake Mm -hmm. now they're recalling millions of cars um Right. So if you're if you're one of those that has a really ambitious, huge idea, it's even more important that you put everything together yeah. properly. You, t- you test it. You make sure you validate everything. Um, and that all takes and it takes time and it takes experience to be able to, you know, look at parts, inspect prototypes and, and know when people are going to be able to deliver what they're supposed to deliver um, yeah. and having backups, you know. That's the other thing I run into is people are like, oh, I have a manufacturer and they'll hit a space where that manufacturer is like, well, we're, that was a year ago. We're backlogged. We can't manufacture anything for you for another six months. Mm. Um, and they didn't think to have a backup manufacturer in case that happened or <laughs> something like that. 
Yeah, I mean, I could see where experience would it would be exceptionally valuable in this. I mean, a couple of things. Number one, you know, we live in an era where you can't get away with a bad product. It's just not going to. <laughs> you might short term might be able to get a bunch of sales, but at the end of the day, I mean, it's consumers. Maybe six except, weeks. <laughs> we, yeah, we yeah, really. I mean, we just have way too much. Consumers rely way too heavily upon the reviews of other consumers and other consumers. If there's a problem with the product, oh, trust me, they'll they'll let you know. And, you know, there can't be anything more frustrating than dumping $20,000 into, you know, manufacturing a, you know, a pallet full of product and then come to find out it's defective. I I know that this especially uh, can be an issue uh, with overseas uh, manufacturing, and I'm sure you've have some experience with that. Yes, yeah, and and there, there's a whole other component of you know language barrier and yeah. you know making sure, and, and even with U.S. companies, making sure that everybody actually understands what needs to be made, and making sure you have good tech specs, good drawings, good. Yeah good just understanding of both the product and what's going to actually be delivered. Um, so it, there's definitely been some times that I've been brought in for cleaning up a botched manufacturing <laughs> and, and uh, figuring it out. And, and most of the time it just comes down to communication and experience and knowing what, what does a manufacturer actually need? What does a marketing team actually need to deliver what you want? And it's communicating in their language, in their way. What, how, how do you know engineers have their own way of understanding things? Marketers have their own thing, design. And so there's a lot of different cross communication. And even if we all speak English or any other language, it's there's still so much technical jargon, so to speak, behind each industry that you yeah. need <laughs> to produce a product that it's it can be overwhelming and mistakes can happen. Yeah. Just not understanding what those, what those words mean. Um, Ian, what would you recommend just in terms of if I want to hire a design firm, what would be some of the things that maybe questions I'd want to ask or, um, you know, especially, you know, if I'm a founder and I'm concerned about budget, um, you know, what should I still make sure is, listen, I know you want to save money, but you just absolutely can't, uh, shortcut yourself on X, Y, and Z. Like, what, what are, what's your advice on that? Um, the advice on that is that really the, the key pieces are the upfront work. So a lot of people really want to skimp on design or they want to skimp on engineering. Um, and those are, those are key places that if you do that, you end up costing yourself more money down the line. Um, and Really, it's if you are wanting to do something a little bit more on budget, then it's being willing to cut back product features um, and understanding that there's a there's a certain level of what you can get for a price. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, cheap can be good, but don't fall into that trap because if you do the cheap product uh, and it's and you're trying to sell it as not a cheap product, you're going to have future issues at hand and so you know that the biggest the biggest savings is really do your design work do your market research you know one of the things that i do with clients and and 
require almost every time is that we do some sort of market research, market analysis, you know, consumer level of research just to make sure is the product actually going to be marketable? Because mm-hmm. uh, I have spent far too many years in my early career working on ideas that nobody did any of that. And uh, if no one's going to buy it, then it's a waste of money and you're going to be, no one's going to be happy. So it's making sure you do those early stage components really is going to save you on the back end because it's much better to spend a few thousand dollars researching everything and then find out we shouldn't do it (laughs) than than to go, okay, well, yeah, we have 20 grand and let's just, let's just do what we can for 20 grand, develop a product, get there and launch it and then find out it wasn't, it wasn't ready yet or market wasn't ready for it. Nobody really wanted to purchase it. Yeah. So, um, and Ian, you know, in terms of uh, being the founder of a design firm, what have you done um, that's allowed you to maybe grow and scale a little bit faster than some other design firms out there or, or freelancers, you know, folks, guys that are just doing it on the side? Yeah. So having done freelancing myself and then working on the design level and now running my own, um, the scale really just comes from being able to use the designers around me. So I've, I've hired designers. I have a core team and being able to do that is what allows me to scale is having that additional expertise. It just yeah. adds, adds a level of double checking and making sure that we're doing things right. And, you know, that allows me to focus on the part that I really love, which is you know more on project management and making sure the vision of the, project is is being held um and so that that's really where the scale is is making sure to hire good designers who have a experience that really add to your team and so that's what i've done is hire hire people that match well Well, Ian Peterman, you are the founder and CEO of Peterman Design Firm. You're on the web at petermanfirm.com. And that's Peterman, M-A-N, firm.com. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Josh. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag UpMyInfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're gonna promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. 
Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.